0: Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to come here and um, to put up with me having mics that don't work properly. These bad boys are not working right. and It's driving me nuts. But anyway, (laughs) we've got plenty of them. We have plenty of them. So me and Ed are going to make this podcast work. Believe me, we're going to make this bad boy work. Anyway, thank you so much. Let's start again. Where were you born? How many kids in the family? Tell me about moms and pops. (laughs) in your transferred.
1: let's go for it okay okay once again born Albany, new york you know upstate new york um got a younger brother two sisters and two stepsisters um my mom still lives in new york and uh, my father lives in uh west virginia so they separated remarried. how old
0: were you when they separated
1: oh very young i, I, I was very young so you don't remember it no that 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 i don't remember okay. but it was very young and after okay. my mom you know took on that mantle and raised four kids on her own and, I think they did a uh, heck of a job, you know. You know and
0: for, for your dad, were you, but did you know, was your dad close with you always, Why, even when oh, you yes. wasn't there?
1: And that's one thing I can say I was fortunate to have, you know, and a lot of kids in the urban community don't have that, that although my father moved to Virginia, he still was in our lives.
0: So how did he stay in your life? How did he do it? By doing
1: what? Uh, it's, you know, the birthdays. We made sure we had cards. Christmas, we made sure we had gifts. We had letters. We had phone calls. So had
0: pictures. How did you get to see him?
1: Oh um, yes! Every summer we would go to Virginia, or he would come up to see us. You know, so. See,
0: that's why you're the kind of father you are now. Well, because you have one son, right?
1: Yes, I have two sons actually. You do? Yes, yes. I have an older son um, in the Navy in San Diego.
0: Is that right? You know, nice? Oh yes, oh yes. So how old is he?
1: He's twenty-five. Yeah. So
0: twenty-five. But wait, how old are you now? I am uh, fifty-three. Okay, so you're in your twenties when you had yes, him. Okay, yes, so yes, you were, yes. I yes. thought maybe you had him when you were sixteen or oh, something. Oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> But but they're both by different women? Oh, no, same
1: same mother. Same mother? Yes,
0: yes, yes. yes. Okay. But your youngest son has autism, Yes, yes, he has autism. But you've been taking care of him like a champ. And that's the one thing I have to say that I really admire about you. I appreciate that. All the faces. This is the first time we've ever really talked. No, I'm sorry. The last time when we were supposed to do the (laughs) podcast before. We talked all day. So that, that was, was the benefit, really, even though we couldn't, that, that, we couldn't do the podcast. but you that did. was even, that was really good because yeah. we got a chance to get to know each other better. Yeah, yeah. But you're the man that I thought you were because I've always felt that any man that takes care of his child uh-huh. has a lot of character, honor, respect. He has all the things that I think, when I was growing up, men were supposed to have. My yes. father took care of me. He raised me, so yes. I was really having, well, I mean, partially raised me but he raised me in my teen ages. Yes. He was always contactable, and so, I was really happy about yeah. that.
1: But go on. Yeah, I mean, my, my kids, man, they're my life. They're, they're the reason why I get up and, and strive so hard, and I'm so proud of my oldest doing what he's doing in his life, and even if the military's not for him, I appreciate it. He gives me a call, lets me know, hey, I'm thinking about this, and I never tell him that you need to stay this path. I tell him, you gotta do what you believe in and what's right for you, but have a plan. You know, and that's what I kind of talked to him about. I said, you, know, you we talked about this, you know, you got one life, you know. So as you stated, why do something you don't like, you know, and what the military is going to give you is that foundation to be able to take on any challenges in your future. But so you don't have to be afraid to take that next step. So I'm proud of what he's doing. And my, my youngest, man, that, he keeps me young, you know, my, my, my son Jaquan. I just, I just love, love it, man. He's just wonderful. You know, it, it, you see the pureness in his heart. You know, he's 17, I may have been raising him on my own about six years, you mm-hmm. know, and. So your wife,
0: when, from what age did she
1: Um, I, I retired from the Navy um, in 2014. Okay. And went back, I was on that Tsugi base. Right. And I went back to the U.S. and I bought both my sons. My oldest son had joined the Navy out here, so he had to come back with me, and of course stay with me until he's able to go to boot camp and and go out and do what he does. So, uh, uh, my sister, man, she's one of my angels, you know. I'm over here.
0: She's, okay, so everyone's younger
1: than you, of course. Yes, yes. You know, she helped me a great deal. She was living in North Carolina. She have a
0: family of her own?
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes. How many kids does she have? She has one daughter. Okay. You know, and um, they they just really were my angels, you know. So, while I'm here, I'm communicating back there. And I took a trip back home. Um, to North Carolina to try to get my bearings, because I don't know the area. So she showed me around the areas here. Here's a great place. She helped me, she did the research. Here's a great school for your son, for Jaquan. And here's a safe area, I know you'll like, it's the suburban area. And oh, by the way, here's why it's good. You know. Then I had to fly back to Japan and start the process of retiring and, 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 and doing what I had to do. And, ensuring Jaquan finishes school right mm-hmm. here in Japan. Mm-hmm. A lot of stress, a lot of challenge. And uh went to North Carolina, uh, got back into school, uh finished up my bachelors and son went off to boot camp. Taquan's doing great. Um and got the job offer to come back to Japan about a year and a half later. That's
0: what you were trying to do anyway? You well, I was the- just applying for
1: work. You know, at this point I was you know i had already finished my associates while i was in the navy okay, okay. and had started my bachelor's so i was halfway done right. before i retired so after i got my bachelor's I, I just went right to i need to find a job i need to find a job but so you didn't care where it was as no, long as you had a no, job
0: so no. you weren't particularly trying to get back here
1: no. part of me was i mean i understand I, you know because in my I, I did 26 years in the navy and i would say about 26 about 16 of that's been in japan so you know when you're at a certain age i think let's say around 20 or so you're still young but you become an adult here's where you develop who you are your personality and how you view life and how you treat others and how you wish to be treated well during that time i lived in japan most of the time so how i developed was kind of here so this was home to me so when i left here it felt like i was missing home because when you do the math, I spent most of my life more here. All your adult life was spent here? Yes, than it was in, back in the U.S. So a part of me wanted to come back. But the other part was I need to find work to take care of my son. You know, I'm, school's over. Um, and I was doing a lot of interviews. I mean, a lot of interviews, going to a lot of job fairs and, uh, and talking to people, trying to get
0: hired. But your job in the military was what? What did you do while you were in the Navy?
1: Well, when I was in the Navy, I was a cryptologic technician administrative. So it's basically administration and special security to protect special sensitive information and DOD assets. Yes, yes. So that's what I did for 26 years in the Navy. Well, not the full 26 because the field that I was in, they disestablished it and moved me into another rating, which was more strictly administrative. But I still kept my hands in what i love doing and that was special security right i love doing the job so you so you got a master's degree yes in what i have a master's degree in cybersecurity management okay yes wow. yeah and
0: okay. i like the way you say it too when you say well, a right. master's degree in cybersecurity management <laughs> I, you change automatically because i'm i'm straight and i'm going to make sure that everything's secure
1: i, I i'm my still man. surprised my that man. i got it so
0: <laughs> i'm like oh my god i really I, have this i can't tell you how long it took me to stop marching when i walked after i got the service <laughs> And the people were going, Will you stop marching? I'm not <laughs> marching, I'm just walking. <laughs> you should get that stride going, you know. And
1: your, your, your language? I was an honor guard, yeah. yeah. I couldn't stop. Oh, you were. I, I old couldn't old. stop. I was an honor <laughs> yeah. guard. I just
0: could not stop it. But yeah. I thought I was walking normally. So no. No, no. You have a certain cadence and you keep on doing that. You so know? you did that. So you're one of what I used to call one of those brainy brothers. Oh, no. I,
1: to be honest <laughs> well, not, with you, here's, okay. I'm not a okay. brain. I, I right, feel right. I'm not. All right, yeah. But here's my story. Okay. <laughs> you know? all right, all right. So in school, And and it's so funny, me and my wife was talking about this on the way up. I said, you know, I wasn't the brightest guy in school, not because I I lacked intelligence, it just wasn't challenging. And when I challenged certain things, you know, I was told to know "Know your place, sit down, typical stuff you get in in the urban schools. And the only thing that connected to me was music. Everything else was difficult for me. but." Reading took you to a whole other area. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But what were you reading? What kind of stuff were you reading? Well, I love history. So I always challenged history. Mm. So that was my thing that always got me in trouble. So what you were teaching me in school, I found false. So you're I reading, yeah. it, you are reading, yeah. So I it. And I wouldn't just go by what the teachers teaching me. I would go to the library. I would go research. Well, wow, wow, this is more information. Mm. And I would bring that information back. Well, tell me about this. And I would get challenged on it. So. When someone challenges you, they're not challenging you to be defensive. They want to seek knowledge. And if you are not going to give them that knowledge, then you hurt them, and then they lose interest. So maybe that's what happened with school. And you know, I I moved to Virginia, I told you, to live with my father, because I was a... And you were how old, 11? I would say about 14, 14, 13, 14 years old. And that's know. because mom had had enough of you. Yeah, because I, I was a hardhead. You're not just on history. You're just charging <laughs> yes, yes. her. Just challenging you know? her. And she said, okay. And he's <laughs> getting
0: too big, too. So, no, before I have to get rid of him, my yes. first lovely child, <laughs> she <laughs> sent you off to daddy. And daddy yeah. said, okay, here's the rule.
1: And that's where it got rough. Because, you know, you're raised by your mom. And moms are no joke. And, and right. we come from a time where the community raised you.
0: That's right. Because mom can be at work. That's right. You goof up. Miss Smith would let you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's going to get you That's first. Right. She sure And then she's going to tell your mom That's while right. I had and to mom put that down. That's right. Exactly. And you're going to get the wake up call. That's right. You know, so I come from that environment but still I'm turning into a young teenager and got my chest out so okay before I like you said I brought you into this world I could take, take you out. Take you out so
0: before that <laughs> happens <she's laughs> you need it. to go live with you your need father. Be dead, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, so So you uh, be
0: the one that goes to jail for killing you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so and then you know I go there but I had that same attitude. Okay. I brought that New York attitude, urban attitude to a suburban lifestyle. So here's dad with the rules, hey, these are my rules, follow them or else. Right. Of course, young teenager, I'm going to challenge that. You know, and-
0: But you obviously didn't challenge him too much because you're still here.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, he- he he, <laughs> that. he- he reminded me like he's I'm pops. That's <laughs> right. Said,
0: so, you might think I'm your friend, but I'm your yeah, yeah, daddy yeah, first. Yeah.
1: And you think that, oh, you're an old guy, I can take you right, on. Right, no, no, no. Not no. the hard way you like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Real quick. You know, when you're a kid, I studied a lot of martial arts when I was a kid, and okay. my dad did too.
0: That, so so, and were, I didn't know that. That's so, right, right. So
1: I I got a quick lesson of wow, you're really good. I won't Is be that, bothering you wow, anymore, wow. you know. So But at that point, you know, it gets to a point where the parent will challenge the child, will let the child know, like, and this happened to me, obey my rules or get out. You know, and I was seventeen at the time. With your father? Yes.
0: Okay. And I left,
1: so it's not on him. I was homeless for about a year.
0: You actually left? Yeah,
1: I was a high you school. Dro- I dropped out of high school. Okay, um, in the twelfth grade, and I was homeless. You know, but okay. that was all my fault. What
0: year was this? What year was it? I would say it was
1: nineteen eighty-eight. Okay. Yeah, 80, no, eighty-seven. Because about eighty-seven. Yeah, it was around eighty-seven.
0: You had no friends? Or well,
1: nobody? I had friends, but and they took great care of me. Every now and then someone let me stay in their house but i can't stay there forever that's right you know i'll give you a couple of days and then you know then there's that week of walking up and down the streets you know i tell people this is you know and they're shocked by it and i said man i at nighttime during the wintertime, i had a beat up old 71 ford torino
0: (laughs) oh so (laughs) you you had a car you had transportation
1: (laughs) 500 hundred dollar, take it as it is you know if you're lucky it went on it went on but that you know you're staying in that thing but it's so cold you have to get up and walk the streets to keep so your blood warm. can still flow, right. you know, and I was in that situation. But I always say, I put me in that. My, I don't blame my parents. My you never d- tried to go back to your dad? No, and that was that stubbornness. Because you knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. dad
0: wouldn't have let you back in anyway. You know,
1: I mean, I think he would have. Maybe but, he would have. Yeah, been. but it was me. But you'd have, but you'd have to do yes, this. Yes.
0: To be, you'd have to be compliant to him yes, No. now yeah. yeah.
1: But, you know, then one day they were going back to New York to visit family, and I pretty much hopped the ride and went back to New York. Who's that? My father. You know, and you so, said down Because I was you? still in communication with him. It okay. wasn't like, okay, I never want to see you again. Anyway. But it was, you know, he knew now I was going to care lied, of. You said, know I'm, saying? I'm yes. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went back to New York and went back to stay with my mom. And I didn't stay in New York long. That was where I'm telling you, you know, the benefit of going to Virginia, I saw a different world. And I was in Virginia for about, you know, a couple of years, three years, four years. And I go back to New York and I'm like, yep, I don't belong here. You know, I'm doing jobs working at McDonald's, Burger King and things like that. And I just felt like there's more to life than this, you know, there, there really is, you know. And uh, when I tell you the story, of my sister that uh, helped me out with North Carolina, well, when she graduated high school, she joined the Marines.
0: So she's been, she's been in the service too? Yes, yes. But she's your younger sister? Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many years difference? between? Oh, only a
1: couple years. So, so but she joined before you did? My stepsister, yes. So she joined right after high school. Okay. And so that motivated me. It's like, wow, I w- she can do it, I can do it. But I didn't join the Marines, you know. So I, I, I joined the Navy. And that happened when I went back to New York. It was funny. The thing that made me say, that's it, I'm leaving. I had a job as a security guard type, typical, you had a no weapons or anything, no flashlight. So I'm coming out my mom's house, you know, and you, and you got the brownstone in the steps. And my cousins and friends are out there and I got the badge on and these guys looked and jumped and I'm like, yep, it's time to leave, because if I was a cop or something, you know, <laughs> that'd have been it. You know. So I actually walked and it was about I'd say about four or five miles to the recruiting office.
0: From that time on? Yes.
1: I, I went straight to the recruiter and uh, <coughs> talked to all of them. Uh, Army tried to get me first, Marines, Air Force, I was almost doing the Air Force but the wait was too long. Yeah, that, right. that wait time that's and the Navy right, right. guy was like, I can get you out of here tomorrow because that was my attitude. I get you, yeah. I need to leave now while I'm motivated to do this because if I stay too long- I'm not going to do it. Exactly. And the Navy recruiter was the only one and, and when they sat down and discussed jobs and everything, it really enlightened me. So twenty i never expected twenty six years. I thought, you know what?
0: Like, I'll do my couple of years. Yeah, get do out my out of couple here, of years, and get then out. I'll and, do something else. I don't yes. know what it is, but I'm gonna do something. Yeah.
1: But you know, your life changes through each stage and it's just man, it was just beautiful. You right. know. So in the service the
0: whole time, where did you travel? Your first base
1: where did they just San Diego, right? Isn't that well, your basic no, training? I went to Great Lakes. But you can go San Diego too. Back then, when I was in, they had the three bases: Great Lakes, uh, San Diego, and Orlando. In Orlando, okay. Yes, but for basic. Yes. Okay. I was supposed to go to San Diego. Right. Okay. Here's the funny part with recruiters. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> You're you know? right. They tell you one thing, and all of a sudden yeah. they say,
0: "Oh, nope, yeah. San Diego's
1: full." <laughs> yeah. And you got to go somewhere else. So November through December into early January, I'm in Great Lakes. Jeez. The worst cold I ever felt in my in, life,
0: and <laughs> the air coming through, knocking your ears off, freezing your ears. Oh and my stuff. God! Yeah, I thought I
1: could handle that. From upstate, no. I can handle that. No, 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 that's no, a, no, no, That's a different monster. You yeah. know?
0: So you, so you went there. You finished basic training. What was your first base? So, or the, your first ship. My,
1: first, base? my first, my first uh, school was in Meridian, Mississippi, because when I joined the Navy, I didn't have a job. Okay. So that another you know, trickery some recruiters. You know, hey, you can join and don't get a specific job and do whatever you want. So I, joined, I picked up the administrative field, which is called YN, and went to Mississippi, and my first duty station was Washington, D.C., okay. where I worked at the Navy Annex, and that's where I cross-rated a year and a half later to the CTA community. You know, so it was a blessing with that. You know, I got to meet a lot of great leaders, Young Buck and everything, and uh, second school was in Pensacola, where the cryptologic school is at, and my first, I would say, real official duty, Yokota Air Base. You, you, my right, first, your first overseas base was Yokota. First overseas was Yokota. Well, that was your first base, real base. Well, I would say DC was because I lived at Fort Myers and I worked at the Navy Annex. But
0: did thought you be in training? So you Well, no, based? that was an
1: actual job. Oh, school so you was had in, your job. Okay, yeah, I got school you. School was in Mississippi. I got Then you. my first duty station was in Washington, Washington D.C. And then the next one after then that. Then I went to another school, which got me into the cryptologic technician gotcha, administrative okay. field. So, so they gave you a that. job in between yes. going to school? Yes. Okay. So I tell you what, I I can remember this like it was yesterday. And I still have this feeling. The when walk that back plane through. landed in Yokota Air Base and I went to my barracks room, I opened up the, the window and I just sat there taking it all in, inhaling, you know, the air of Japan and the food smell. I love that yakitori smell or whatever festival feel you feel out the food out there. And I'm just like wow, I can't believe I'm here.
0: Because you um, never imagined being on the other side of the planet.
1: Yeah. Because growing up, you know, you're told, you know. Had
0: you put in, wait, did they give me. you a choice of places or they just said, okay.
1: I put in for the Philippines. Paris That's when we were there you first. you put in
0: for the, oh, so you put in for all of Asia. Well,
1: Philippines, I didn't put in for Japan. I, I, there was a couple of, I forgot a couple of places for the States. And I was supposed to go to Clark Air Force Base, you know, There's and then picture. boom, the mountain. You're right. Wipe and, it out. Okay, you're not going there. We're going to send you here to Japan, which, you know, when I was a kid, I was in the art, too, you know, drawing. I've, I love Japan, like Godzilla and all the other stuff. But you never thought about putting that ne- down in no, place? No, I would never imagine I was going to come to some place like here. But they gave it to me and just amazed me. I just and like you didn't leave. No. Well, no, I did three to four, I think, four years in Yokota. And then I went back to Washington, D.C., for, for my orders and then we moved from dc to fort Meade to work up on the where nsa and all that is that then after that tour i went to hawaii i did a stint there from hawaii to yakuska was on a ship in yakuska then from yakuska to misawa i did my stint in misawa and that's where the rate was the field i was in they were going to disestablish it so my thinking is okay i need to do something that makes me stand out in front of everyone else and also, at the same time, pay it forward because I'm a strong believer in, if opportunity was given to me, it's up to us to give opportunities to others. So I took on the job as a recruiter, back in my old neighborhood. So I went back home, oh, you know. And the whole how reason—how reason, many rank were you? Were you e what I was a chief E7 then. E7. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. So You're I look like a zebra going back <laughs> home. And yeah. You know, and I got a big family. You know, so I got to. You know, I. Came part of board of the record for a charter school there. I was really active in the community, gotcha. speaking at all the high schools, elementary schools, just going into the community and, you know, just telling people, like, look, you guys know me. I'm a knucklehead. And if I can do this, you know, you, can. So you guys So were you really, too. really good as a recruiter? Yeah. Yeah. I was really good. I loved it. Because really I love talking. I love speaking. Okay. And I just love helping people, you know, when you, they were just like me, okay. you know, you're, you're in a world where they're saying, and even if they don't say it, they kind of show, look at you that way that you can only do this. Do not strive to be the doctor, the lawyer, or something that's challenging. You should go ahead and stick with being the janitor or anything like that. Go keep working at the fast food places. And I want to show these kids that, first of all, there's nothing wrong with working at a McDonald's. Because you're starting from the root. If you believe that, hey, one day I want to own a McDonald's, then you should work at McDonald's and learn every element to one day you can own your own if that's your dream. But if if you don't have that dream and you start believing what others are saying that I'm only supposed to flip burgers. Here, let me show you that there's more to life than that. And I chose this road, it worked for me because of this. You know, it's up to you, you know. And I've, knock on wood, got a couple of kids in and I, I've seen their careers prosper. I think the best thing for me, I got two of my cousins in. I was a chief, E7. Cool, and one of my cousins is stationed here, and he's a chief. <laughs> you know, Go and ahead. my other, and his brother's a first class who will make chief. Go you ahead. know, so you're talking about a proud moment. You know, and I just look back like, look man, I, I just remember when you guys came in my office and, you know, wet behind the ears, and I'm talking to you about jobs and the know, opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: That's and good. Well, your father, and had, your father and mother must be so proud of you oh, too.
1: Man. Yeah, they tell me i Have to be. I'm humble because you're the first. You're the first child for both of them, right? Yes, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, the firstborn, yes. I have an older sister that's that's, uh, from another. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I think it's because, like I said, how I felt, and I just just felt like sometimes, man, why am I here? Why me? You know, and uh, I keep myself grounded by that. You know, I I stay humble, and I'm just so lucky, I'm so blessed. And I, at the same time, I'm confident. So people some might think, oh, he's conceited or thinks he's, you know, no, that's not Negative it. it no, no. I'm confident that's because it. of, you know, what I've done. And I'm the type of person that loves talent.
0: So you spent your time in the service. Uh-huh. When did you get married? While you were in the service?
1: Yes, yes. My first tour in Dakota. So I was with my first, first wife. In, uh, okay. Of course, of it, course, because you're Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. So, and back and forth, back and forth with the life, you know, going... And that's why I said most of my time was here. Even when I would tell the Navy, like you said, you get to choose, I wanted to see Europe side of the house. Okay, I've already seen the Pacific, you know, it's beautiful, I love it, but let me see Spain or right, Italy or something. Nope. Didn't happen. You know, like, yep, you're going back over here, like it or get out. And, and I was enjoying the job, so okay, I'll take, I, I'll take Japan again, I'm not going to complain, Right. you know, because it's home to me. Right. But I wish I could have seen the Europe side of the house. I look at it like, oh. Maybe I was meant to come here, mm-hmm. you know, I, I meet, I've met so many great people. And still are. It's right so, right? I mean, I, I tell it to you, I know, crazy, like I told you, I, I look up to you, you know, I look up to people that I see where I want to become. And I see that how, how you did things, you know, it's just amazing, it's just so much mm-hmm. respect, you know, and coming from the same background in the military, you came over here and you weren't afraid to take that risk to the next step. Mm. You know, some people get complacent, and a lot of military do that too. They love the job and they get complacent, and they carry that complacency back to the civilian life after they're done with the military. And so I love seeing people that, that have that drive, you know, because that's what motivates me. So then I look in, in my own mirror at myself. What do you want to be, what do you want to do? I want that drive. I, I want to be where they're at, but follow my path. So. Maybe it was meant for me to come here mm-hmm. so because. Oh, go on. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. no, 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 no. Yeah, because no. that's
1: why I, I, I've seen it all. You know what I was looking for to help motivate me because. You can't do it alone. There's always going to be influences in your life, whether the person knows it or not. They're mentors from afar. You know, you look towards people like, wow, that's amazing. I want to do that. That's where I see my vision of myself. You know, and maybe coming back here consistently allowed me that opportunity Mm -hmm. you know so that's why i say i'm always thankful and and till this day even now back now i wake up every day wow Mm -hmm. i can't believe i'm here you know well, look so anybody having a beautiful wife like you do what do you <laughs> expect man
0: you turn over and look at her and go wow that's what he's talking that's about wow. that's what he's talking about wow he gave
1: me some brownie points that's good what talking about he looks <laughs> at her
0: and goes oh, wow you wow. just recently married yes right? yes yes back in june just he recently in married. June, yeah, so happy oh, yeah. hasn't gotten a smile off his face yeah. yet and i saw her and she just smiled as much too i mean through the mask i said let, <laughs> let <laughs> me see if face she's going yeah yeah <laughs> she's
1: yes, she, looking yes. good she's a savior boy. i tell you man I, looking good I, that's a wild moment too, so you, is, know. <laughs> you know, so many years, and it's more wild for me than for my son, you know, because he, uh, he's so happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I can see they were close, I can see that. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous of that really. though.
0: Yeah, yeah, that happens. Well, I mean, it, it used happens. to be me and him, and now <laughs> I'm, the,
1: I'm the third you string. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm the <laughs> third string now. Why are you
0: know? here? <laughs> so what are your plans for the future? What are you doing now? Because I know you've done a lot yes. since you got a service. So what have you been doing since you got out of the service here?
1: Here, you know, of course, I, I worked for the, the the civil service government. You know, um, well, you
0: doing no? That's a recent
1: job, isn't it? Well, no, actually, when, uh, when I when I came back to Japan in 2016, um, I picked up a job at Camp Thama okay. as a, at a command there as a security specialist. Okay. So basically, what I did for the Navy in uniform, now I'm doing as a civilian, but a whole lot more. You okay, know? Right, 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 right. And so I did that job for a few years, and then applied for. The command security manager position for naf at sugi and picked that job up naval air facility so i've been here doing those jobs uh, I, again i don't even consider it a job i love it i love being a security specialist i love the challenges of that but
0: didn't you have a moment in there because i remember we i was looking at you on facebook and yeah. you were worried about being
1: able to stay here so yes. you obviously weren't working at that time. No, no, well no, I still had the job because that's a contract. You're not here okay. forever. So when your contract's up. Ah, that's what you okay. Y- yes, yeah. So you didn't I didn't have was anything thinking, to
0: follow up on that a contract. Well,
1: I didn't want to leave Japan. Right, I see what you so that's I'm applying what you for p- other positions. Gotcha. You know, and that would probably take me back to the States. But so you didn't want to go back to the States? The, not yet. You yeah, know, this is home. I wasn't ready. And the main thing was like for my son, I more know, so him than me. Right. me your sister,
0: so, yeah.
1: You know he's going through he's gone through this school system so my biggest happiness for him you know if it could happen is for him to graduate here amongst his peers because they've been with him since elementary everyone knows him so him being nonverbal doesn't mean he doesn't feel or know what's going on this it'll be the proudest moment that people will embrace the people that have embraced him over the years will graduate with him you know, it's something and can that you keep that camaraderie. Exactly. So cool. like like you know that's nice. and and that's all I want for him. So my fear was he's not going to get that opportunity. But and I'm going to find work. Are, you know, you. you know, but blessing I applied and, and got to position and, and just been loving it ever since. No, it's not
0: just that work I mean, I know that's not the only thing you do because you hooked me up with one of my best sax teachers, Kadumo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she's awesome. And I mean, when she, when, she told, when I told her that you're the one that recommended she was good. She said, okay, where, where do we meet? Yeah. And she's a beautiful young lady, oh, yeah, too. Yeah. She yeah. said, if Ed's good with you, I'm <laughs> good with you. And she came, and we've been friends ever since. Yeah, I even awesome. had her on the podcast. And at that time, you were at the American Club, and you're yes. doing DJ. So you yes. do DJing, too. Oh, yes. I mean, you're DJ renowned, because I know the general manager of this of this facility. Yes, yes. Speaks very highly of you. Akbar's a great guy. He speaks yeah. very, very highly of you. Yeah. So I'm saying, my man's getting it from all angles <laughs> and stuff. You know, they say where there's smoke, there's fire, and yes. I call good compliment smoke. Yes. You got a whole lot of smoke around you, man. Uh, so you
1: are on fire. I'm you humbled by it? that. So I'm grateful. You yeah. But it's, it's music. My family's right. musicians. Really? So before I, you know, now my, my history with DJing goes back to my grandfather. Okay. You know, T. Uh, Wee Harris in Upstate New York, very famous. He was, I think it was the first uh, African-American DJ to own his own radio show and, you know, and for Upstate New York during his time, he was the reason why you would get James Brown and Earth Wind & Fire, things like that up to that element. Okay. So from him I learned about music and also through my father who was also, and my uncle, radio DJs through my, my grandfather's company. So um, he did that as, and along with the post office? Well, this is when he was in New York. Okay. Then when he moved to the, um, Virginia, then he Virginia. took up the post office okay, position. Okay. But for me, as I told you, when I was in school, I wasn't good at, to me, I felt for myself, the only thing I was good at where people noticed me was music. You know, so, one, young age, picked up the trumpet in school, learned how to play from there I learned every other brass instrument so pretty much a little prodigy okay so I take music theory and what I've learned with music into DJing and entertainment you know mm-hmm. and so when before I left when I retired I was still DJing here doing a lot of shows and so that's where people knew me so I left and came back and said okay I want to reinvent myself now I want to have a company mm-hmm. you know DJ part understand now I want the business side of this but also the entertainment side so when I do shows for them or anybody else I build an actual program so it's not just hiring me hey come play music no what's your vision what are you looking at and how can we ensure that the guests who will come will have an experience that makes them say I can't wait till the next you know and that's what I love doing I love that challenge because you don't know if it's going to work until the day of the show okay. you have a vision and you work with a great team and believe me I could not have done it without a team these guys and the support I get from my friends with this if if I build the concept you know you, you pray you promote and when people come will they see the vision that I presented to them and when that's a yes oh my god it's the greatest feeling ever just to sit back and watch them you know and one of the things i do well i do it at every show when it's over you know my company name is unity through music okay and i have the big light unity through music so i tell everybody i want you to look in the sky what do you see unity through music and i tell them tonight no one saw black no one saw white no one saw hispanic no one saw asian everyone just had a good time you saw each other as one and that's what unity through music is about and i said i have friends here that don't speak english on a normal basis they would be nervous to talk to you but by playing that right song at the right time that was that link to communication they're out there smiling laughing and joking and having a great time without speaking one one tone of language that's music when you put it in a positive way That's beautiful you know and that's why i love doing what i'm doing with the music you know and i'm so grateful that nusano allows me to paint that picture here you know and and, and the to- our, our Tokyo family, that's what I call them, they're my family, and the American community that's on base or government workers, whatever, they have that opportunity to get together, you know and, and whatever stereotypes that may be thought of, it ends right there. Because now I get to see it up front, the truth, you know And that's what I love. So know? what are your plans for the future? Me, talk uh, to me. I want, I, I want to continue this music thing. I, I'm into music production, I'll make my own music. I, I want to expand what I'm doing to a, a, a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it's because the belief of unity. This world needs a lot more of that, you know, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with all the negative stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And I have a format that I feel can reach people, you know, and I would love to expand on that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and I have friends, like a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, I taught him how to DJ. He actually believes in this thing too and he does the same thing so if we can spread this out you know maybe that was my gift from God not so much the music the music is the tool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but maybe my gift from God was hey we need you to unite people you know and here's the gift I'm giving you in order to do that here's your platform I'm giving you the opportunity but you have to go out there and make it happen you know and that's how I feel you know and I just want this to expand bigger and bigger and bigger. There's so many elements you can do with this thing. Yeah,
0: tell me, okay, what are your ending words? Who would you, how would you like to end this podcast? Oh.
1: I tell you what, for, for, for anybody, you know, and I, 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 like you mentioned before, sometimes we're not confident. Sometimes we are. You know, believe in yourself. But in order to believe in yourself, you have to be honest with yourself. You know, you know. If you're not doing it right, be honest. You know, there's a lot of questions that we may ask. I ask you a lot of questions. A lot of times, these are answers I already know, but I'm asking that question for reassurance. And people do that to me too. And I always tell people, man, that's a great question, but you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's good, I you know? Look in the mirror and ask that question again yeah. and be honest with the answer. That's what's going to show you the right path you should be on. And don't be afraid of it. It's going to be hard, but sitting around is also going to be hard, not moving forward you're going to be successful at something. Either it's doing nothing, or it's doing something. My man. You know, so it's up to us.
0: We're gonna leave you it know. at that. My yes. man, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, I really appreciate it. No, that's an honor, and I man. Really I
1: mean, I'm just, uh, thank you, loss of words, you know. Thank you. I see have a slice
0: side of this. So. <laughs> I wanna thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like, subscribe, and never forget, it's All On Loan, Keep reaching for the stars and you're too blessed to be stressed. There you go.